Please welcome the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Welcome back, my fearless, fuckable angels. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone unless I want to. And this whole last week, I actually did want to sleep alone. It happens rarely, but it does. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,004 people, and I'm going to help you do the exact same thing. Speaking of getting laid, Chef Dario, you look freshly fucked. Uh, yeah, you guessed. Yeah, I can yeah, tell. Yeah, last night I uh, had a lovely lover. I usually like to go to their place. And um, I slept over. And then in the morning we went to have a coffee and we found this little alcove in the street. And uh, and she gave me a blowjob in the street hidden behind this um, little alcove. You know, in New York there, is, there are these lady. streets and there are these stairs that go down and there is like a little... Yeah, I know. I know how it works. Yeah. Which coffee shop? The Alcove uh, was around Union Square. I've no right, idea. And you go down the three little steps there. and no one can see what you're doing. Yeah, it's been there, done that. Place. All right. We got a spank bank full of callers and we actually have a celebrity guest joining us a little later, Chef Dario. Wonderful. He's one of my favorite people, Broadway star, professional chef, and the author of the book Life is a Party Deliciously Doable Recipes to Make Every Day a Celebration by the Deliciously Doable David Bertka. He'll be joining us on the panel today, so let's get to it. If you've got a question about sex or dating and want to contribute to the NSA community, be sure to call us at 646-484-9371. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social at Never Sleep Alone. We are ready to take our first caller, so pour yourself a drink and slip into something sexy. It's a warm day here in New York City, so I am wearing a short red flowered sundress with white cotton panties and vintage sandals by Senor Salvatore Ferragamo. We are sipping a gorgeous Rosé, Chef Dario brought over from Provence. Grazie, Chef Dario. The wine is dry. We are ready to get wet, and it is time for our first caller, Deb from Florida. Deb, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Uh, listen, I have a problem, and I think you're the only one that can help me with this. Okay, I will help you, but let's let's just bring it down. I want you to relax, all right? When we have a problem, the best thing we can do is take a deep breath. Put on something sexy. Sip on something sensual. So what are you wearing right now, first of all? Just a t-shirt. Nope. Uh, you can change while you tell me your problem, but I want you to put on something that makes you feel sexy while we're doing this. Can you do that for me? You got a silky kimono? Sure. All right, cool. All right, now see? See, you sound much more relaxed already. So I want you to start taking off your clothes while you tell me about this problem. Okay. All right, I'm a mom, and uh, I'm married. This is my second marriage. Um, and it's great. It's amazing. Congratulations. How old are you, Deb, may I ask? I'm 56. You're 56. All right. And you're you're on your second marriage and, and you're married to a, a man? Yes. Okay. Wonderful. We get all sorts of humans here, Deb. He's 60. He's 60. All right. Fabulous. Go on. Okay. Everything's good. We have great sex. I mean, I think, I think we do. And lately, uh, lately he's had this idea that it would be better if he brought another person, well, a guy, into the bedroom with us. Okay, that's that's hot. That's sexy. Um, <laughs> I get the feeling you're a little freaked out by it. But so when you say better, did he really say, hey, Deb, I think it'd be better 
to bring another man in? What did he say exactly? How did he bring this up? He said he thought it would be exciting. Okay, well, exciting is a completely different word than better, okay? This sounds like my kind of second husband. So what's the problem? He doesn't even like the cat to be in the room with us. (laughs) Okay, well, is the cat a female? Maybe that's the problem. No, but so, all right, what about this is upsetting you? Because, you know, this, this sounds amazing to me. You've got a wonderful second husband. You're having great sex and open communication. So what, what are you worried about here? Okay, so here's the thing. I have, like, my best friend, April, mm-hmm. her husband, like, they were married for 25 years, and then he just decided he was gay. He left her. He probably didn't just decide, but he he just decided to let everyone know about it. He did. And it was a big mess. It was a big, big All right. mess. They had three kids. Okay. All right. This isn't about April, though. This is about you and and your hot husband. He is really hot. Okay. So he's really hot. He thinks you're really hot. I mean, he doesn't even look 60. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. All right. Tell me this now. What does he do for work? Well, he runs a company. He imports spices and things like that. And then so he has to travel sometimes to Europe. Okay. All right. Have you ever gone with him when he travels? Yeah. All right. Is it implied that you're always welcome to come with him when he travels? Yes. Okay. And... And you say you have sex a lot. This is sex that he's initiating? Sure, I do. But he does. He does seem to desire you sexually. Oh, yeah. Does he go down on you? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give my take on this in a minute, but I hear that you're scared. Did you change your clothes yet? I did, yeah. All right. Do you have a cup of tea or a wine or something? Well, I poured a glass of wine before I called you. All right. So sit down. Let's bring the voice down. Let's bring the fear down and let's learn. What is the problem here? Just very clearly articulate what is your concern. I'm afraid he might be gay and doesn't know it and Wants to find out or something. Gay and doesn't know it. Wouldn't that be a first? All right. I want you to get a lot of people's opinions on this. And we actually have Broadway star and famous gay man, Mr. David Burtka with us today. How are you? Hello. Hello. Dr. Alex, I just want to start off by saying I am such a fan. I get all of my best advice from you, especially in the bedroom. Oh, well, we're, we're very happy to have you here. And by the way, I loved your book, Life is a Party. Thank and you, you are always the life of my party. My pleasure. I'm happy to I'm happy to help anyone in need, for sure. All right. Well, what do you think? You heard Deb's story. She's afraid her husband's gay. What do you think? Well, I, I need to I think I need to know a little more information here. So has has this the first time he's ever talked to you about bringing a guy in or has he ever watched like porn while you're having sex or talk about men in general? He's just sprung it on you. I mean, how many years have you been married? Two years. Only two years. Oh, OK. So this is fairly a new marriage. Yeah. And does he have any prior sexual, you know, past history with men? I don't know. I mean, he's got five kids. All right. Well, so it sounds like he's got a prior sexual history with women. This is totally new to you. You think he's never talked to you about men before or like having. He he said it like it was a new idea. So maybe it is. Did he give you specifics on what you guys want to do? No. Just general, we should have another guy. Does he want the guy to participate or does he want the guy to watch you guys? He did say he thought it would be good for me. All right. That's promising. He didn't say, and you're blindfolded and don't touch us. Well, you know, I don't know what it means. I mean, at first I thought, well, maybe he just wants to, you know, have sex with this guy. But then I thought maybe he wants to watch me have sex with someone I don't know. He could be just, you know, he could just want to see you with another man. It doesn't necessarily mean he's gay, right? He didn't say like, I want to suck dick or I want to get it up the ass or anything like that, right? No. No. So, okay. So you have nothing to worry about. What's your biggest fear? That he'll just turn gay and he'll start wanting to date men and you're gone? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think it works like that. No, it doesn't. I mean, he's bringing it up now. He has five kids. He's really into spices, so he just wants to spice up your relationship. All right. Will from WeHo. I really ought to know better on this, but let's hear what Will from WeHo has to say about this. Hey, Dr. Alex. How are you? We are well, Will. How are you? I'm good. And I would just like to say... I cannot tell you how many straight, and I put that in quotes, men I have slept with. I think that this is just another example of a straight man trying to get through life, uh, living this lie, when really he's looking to have sex with, with, um, with men on a regular basis. When's the last time you had sex with a straight guy, Will from Leo? Tell the truth. Probably the last like registered straight guy was last Easter, and that's only if we don't count uh, f***. Well, bleep it. I think you're fear-mongering here, though, okay? And here we're talking about a member of the clergy. So, yeah, of course, he's straight in quotes. Here we're talking about a rich man in his 60s who's had five children and is on his second wife. Well, give him my number. I would love to find a a rich man in his 60s. Thank you, Will from WeHo. Thanks, Dr. Alex. Deb, I do not recommend inviting Will from WeHo into the bedroom. He's been known to give people crabs. Let's hear from also Pansexual Paul is in the Spank Bank. He says that he has got something he'd like to contribute. Welcome back to the NSA podcast, Pansexual Paul. Oh, great. Dr. Alex, thank you so much for having me back on. All right. Well, we're very happy to have you. Now, did you sleep with your second cousin? I have to tell you, she had to get a flight at 5 a.m., so we were only able to do it three times. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations, Paul. We're very happy to hear that. Now, Deb, I know you don't know Paul, but he was on a previous episode, and Paul is what we call pansexual, which means that he will have sex with pretty much anyone he has chemistry with. Like myself, I'm also pansexual, okay? So I will sleep with anyone. Alex, have you had sex with Paul? Not yet, but we're planning something with both of our second cousins. (laughs) All joking aside, so Paul and I, we both have sex with people regardless of their gender if we have chemistry with them. And, you know, I happen to be in an open marriage with a man, and that doesn't mean that I want to fuck my husband any less. So, pansexual Paul, can you just talk to Deb a little bit about her concerns? You know, Dr. Alex, uh, we're both pansexual, but I do want to clear up a a misconception that many people have, that people who are pansexual will just sleep with absolutely anybody. And it's, it's not true. People are very discerning. Not everybody who's pansexual is extremely promiscuous. I just happen to be pansexual and incredibly promiscuous, but they don't always go hand in hand. Deb, I I agree with Broadway's David Butker. I don't think it means that he is necessarily gay. I think you have to look at this as a good thing. He's coming to you and he's being open. If he wants to experiment, he's not doing it behind your back. He's communicating his desires to you, and it could be a wonderful opportunity. Now, fundamentally, of course, you don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable with. It's always your choice. Thank you. That's very good advice, Paul. That's something that's really important. Are you comfortable exploring this with him more? Because it sounds like y'all haven't really talked about what it means. I don't know what kind of questions to ask him. I mean, I haven't talked to anybody about this, Dr. Alex. Nobody. Okay. Well, you're talking to us now. If this is something he really wants and you want to please him in that way. You, you need to know as much information as possible before you bring anyone into your relationship. One thing that you are probably very curious about is what this new man's role would be in the bedroom, whether your husband wants to uh, sexually interact with him. 
because that would probably give you a lot of insight into where his head is at. Just to echo what they said, the, the, the wonderful thing here is he's choosing to involve you. He does not have to. He is a rich man that travels a lot for business. If he wanted to be gay, he'd be doing it either secretly or openly, and he wouldn't have gotten married again. So I really don't think he's gay, Deb. I do think he might be into exploring, you know, either just watching you with another man. I haven't had a lot of experience. All right, but so let me ask you something, Deb, and this is important because, yes, you need to have the conversation with him, but you need to have the conversation with yourself first. So let's find out where you are on this, all right? Where's your head? Where's your body? Where's your genitals? Is the idea of bringing another man into the bedroom hot to you at all? It's it's kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting, isn't it? So what about it appeals to you? Well, you know, I think it's just when something's new, it's nice. I, you know, I guess I just don't have any idea who this person would be. So that's another thing, you know. It's like so abstract. It's hard for me to think about it. So I kind of think about it as a fantasy. All right. Did he say he had someone in mind? No. All right. Well, I think you two need to continue the conversation with each other. But you don't think he's gay. You know, I think you need to have more conversation and more exploration. But if you really are asking us, are we worried he's gay? Well, let's just give a response as a panel. Chef Dario, you go first. Do you think that her husband's gay? Yes or no? No, I don't think he's gay. Okay, fabulous. Pansexual Paul, do you think her husband's gay? My vote is no, not gay. And uh, Broadway's own. I love that now everyone's calling you Broadway's own David Bertka. Famous gay David Bertka. No, I don't. I do not think he is gay. I think he's just... Need some spice. All right. You know, I think he's just really cool, honestly. I think he's cool, too. He thinks you're cool because he's trying to bring in more people to bring you more pleasure. All right. And yeah, sounds like it's probably for his pleasure, too. I think that you need to have a little date and you need to talk about this. All right. Get a hotel room. Get a bottle of champagne. Write down all your questions beforehand. Everything you want to ask him. Feel comfortable asking him and don't be afraid to get graphic. And remember to ask yourself, how far would you be willing to go, you know, and then go from there. Thank you so much, Dr. Alex. I feel a lot better. And thank you to all the panel um, that helped me because I feel better. Thank you. Good luck and let us know how it goes. Best of luck, Deb. I hope everything turns out for you. Just talk to your husband. Have fun. I think Deb's going to enjoy her retirement very much. Yes, talk to your husband and then come back and talk to us soon. All right, coming up, we've got more callers. We have an update from our filthy little friend, Scott from Boulder, and we're going to play Pay My Lay. So hydrate, stretch, and subscribe. Hey, it's me, Willem. Did you used to suck? Not in a good way. Do you sometimes still suck? Do you want to suck less? Before, when I still sucked, I was never an Emmy-nominated makeup artist slash dragstress, and I was also never kicked off a competition drag reality show, but look at me now! Once I figured out how to suck less, I wrote a book, and then I had my own cosmetics company, which is Suck Less Face and Body, so I could help people suck less like me. So let me recommend Suck Less Face and Body, made especially for those who want to suck less. We got you, boo. All right, next up we've got Trevor from Texas. Trevor, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Hi, Dr. Alex. Uh, I am actually still in bed, mm. so I'm not wearing much. Nice. Uh, just drinking water right now. Staying hydrated. Staying naked. Yeah. I like it. What can we do for you? Uh, yeah, well, I, like a lot of people, I don't really have a lot of work coming in right now, but I would love to still be able to, you know, take people out on dates, but I don't really have a whole lot of money. 
do you have any advice on suggestions for things that I can do? Date ideas? 100%. I got a million of them. Chef Dario, why don't you go first? Tell him how he can one show. One on one? Oh, okay. You want to do that? I like. Let's do a little one on one. Museum. Oral sex. Picnic in the park. Lovely date. Tea house. Less than $10. If it looks like she trusts you already, just invite her home and cook for her. Rent a canoe. Rent a kayak. A lot of parks do them for free. Offer her to draw her naked. Can you draw? I don't know if someone's going to want to see like a naked stick figure of themselves. I mean, you'd be surprised what people are into these days, Trevor. But here's the thing. I love the museum idea, and a lot of museums are, you know, suggested donation. If you just look online for free things to do in my town, you can find tons of things. Are you dating men, women, everyone? Who you into? Uh, women. Women. All right. So I think for women, we really appreciate attention to detail. We really appreciate erotic creativity. So the fact that you just have a plan is more important than how much money you're spending. So, you know, starting, for instance, with a bottle of wine in a park. And then you go to the museum and then you go back to your house and uh, you make her something cheap and simple and that anybody would eat, even a vegan, make them some gluten-free spaghetti puttanesca. Oh, Chef Dario made a face about the gluten-free, but you can do it. And uh, we can give you some amazing recipes that are easy to make, that are under $5 and that are going to impress a lady. Yeah, you can write us and I'll send you a couple of very, very cheap things. And just remember, the most important quality in a lover is generosity. And you can be very generous in and out of bed without spending money. Awesome. All right. Till next time, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Next caller. Guy. Let's talk to Steven from Kentucky. Hi, Dr. Alex. Hello, Steven. What Hello, are you wearing? Steven. What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Uh, I am wearing a scotch and soda sweatshirt and some jeans, and I am drinking an IPA. Very stylish young man. What can we do for you? So I, I guess my question, I, you know, I grew up in Kentucky and I went to school in Indiana, like a pretty normal suburban life. And I, I dated girls throughout high school and college. But, you know, I, I kind of always was attracted to guys. And there was a, a couple of, you know, drunken makeouts at parties and stuff. But I, I never really experimented. And now I live in New York. Welcome. Welcome to New York City. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I so I, I want to explore that. And I know there are some apps, but I just... I'm curious what the best ones are and, and how that I can best go about doing that. All right. I'm actually going to turn this over to the panel because I actually never use apps. Um, not really against them, but I just never have to. I just go to La Pan Cotidian in a red dress and everything happens for me. One question, though, and then I'm going to turn it over to the panel. What's your type? Do you have a type? No. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm kind of tall and fit and I, I want someone else who's maybe close to my height and takes care of himself. But I, I mean, you don't have to have a six pack or whatever. All right. I think you're going to be very popular, Stephen from Kentucky. All right. Let's take it to the panel today. We are lucky to have with us again, Broadway's own David Bertka. He is our favorite famous gay author of Life is a Party. David, can you please tell 
Stephen from Kentucky, how to do the apps. Well, Stephen, uh, congratulations. I really hope that this works out for you and your newfound gaydom. But listen, it's a different time these days. You know, bars don't seem to be that heavily populated and it's hard to meet people and having to be so safe with what is out there in the world. I think we've got to take our time and really make sure that we're meeting people who are not transmitting anything. So I miss the whole world of the app world. I, I got married to my husband early and I never was on Grinder or Scruff or whatever, whatever they are. I've never been on those. So in terms of meeting people from apps, I don't think I'm the right person, but there's got to be some way to start a conversation with people to see who you're interested in. I think it's always nice to have a personal relationship before you jump in the sack with someone. Uh, you know, I think, and this is advice that I give to people regardless of their sexual orientation. I'm a very big tester for everything. And I think that going to get tested together is a wonderful first date. And then you really know if you have chemistry or not. Have some champagne while you wait in line, come out of there with a clean bill of health and have fun. Also, if you're going to be doing any sort of apps or any sort of way to get your picture out there, make sure you have like a ring light and a really good picture. Maybe maybe put on portrait mode on your camera mm -hmm. so it's sort of foggy in the background and you're looking really great. I mean, you don't want to do Facetune that much because people People can see through that, but just make sure your skin looks good, your great lighting, so you can get the best possible picture from, from whoever's going to see Definitely. it. Definitely. You want to look effortlessly elegant. You should get David Bertka's headshot photographer. He does a very good job. He did my FetLife profile, by the way. Thank you for that. Okay. Pansexual Paul is chatting that he actually does do the apps. Pansexual Paul from Australia, thank you for coming on again. So you do the apps to meet men? I have used so many apps. I'm very happy to discuss my experience. God, I love you, Pansexual Paul. In your opinion, what makes a profile on the app attractive? What are you looking for when you're scrolling through on a random Tuesday morning? Oh my God, it really depends on what I'm looking for. Sometimes I want to have a conversation with a fellow human being and sometimes I just want to see a picture of abs. The app that I choose depends on my mood. So Stephen, uh, let me ask you, do you want to see the man that you're meeting up with's penis before you meet up with him? Uh I mean, I'm not opposed to it, sure. Okay. I, oh, see me, I'd want to be surprised. Yeah, sometimes you want to be surprised. Sometimes you just want to know what you're getting into right off the bat. And there are different apps for different moods. Okay, so what's the best app for penis pics? Well, Grinder. definitely Grinder. If you are just in a Grubhub kind of mood where you want to order a piece of meat, then get on Grinder, and you'll have... You'll have your, your pick. Your pick of the dicks, literally. Okay, and so, but what if I'm in a more like Uber Eats or caviar mood? You know, what if he wants something a little classier? Which one should he go on? If you want something a little bit more refined, if you want to see someone's face and have an actual conversation with them, then I would go on Tinder or Bumble or one of the apps that has a slightly more classy appeal to it. All right, so you think you can meet men who like to fuck men on Tinder or Bumble? Yeah, absolutely you can. And I will say this, Stephen, as somebody who has had a lot of sex with men and women, that as you start to explore with men, if you want to, you can you can have sex with tons of men. You'll absolutely not have a problem in that regard. And I would like to echo Dr. Alex and Broadway's David Burka in saying that safety is very important. 
have a conversation about getting tested. Tell your friends that you're going to meet someone too, because that's something that we uh, as men often don't really have to worry about. But you should be letting someone know that you're going to meet up with a stranger. There's always an inherent risk there. You might as well just be safe. But at the end of the day, I predict that you are going to find it's so easy to hook up with men. So really pay attention to what you want. You don't think I'm going to have any problems, like, since this is all kind of new, you know, having someone kind of take it a little slow and down to explore, like, that shouldn't be a problem? I think if you express what you're looking for, then you will find people who are compatible. I think you're about to embark on a wonderful adventure. Let me ask you something. Have you ever had sexual intercourse with a man? No, not with a man. I I mean, should he lead with that on his profile? Um, I bet a lot of, I bet a lot of guys would want to pop your cherry, Steven. So I bet you'd be very popular if you say you're a, a virgin on the internet. Yeah, I think you lead with that. Lead with that in an abs pick. Then you'd have your pick of the litter. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Do you think, Paul, that that would be good, that people would be attracted to the fact that he's new to all this? I think it can go different ways. Some people don't want to put the work in to, mm. to hold someone's hand through their first experience, but... As Broadway's David Barker says, I do think there are going to be some people out there that that kind of turns them on. That there, there are definitely people out there who are really interested in or even fetishize bisexual, pansexual men and, and want to be someone's first experience. I happen to be one of those people too, Stephen. So if you decide you just need one more vagina before you move on to dick, you can call me. Sounds great. I actually have a little bit of a different perspective on a couple things. This is our producer, Tom, and I'm very excited to hear from you on this, Tom. What you got to say? If I hear somebody claiming to be a virgin on an app, I automatically assume they're a liar. If that's in your profile, I assume you're trying to fetishize it in their way. And sometimes I see these people on there for years, and I'm thinking to myself, you're on a sex app, and I've seen you here for three years, and you're continuing to be a virgin. <laughs> I just don't believe it. You should put that. You should put just joined virgin today, tomorrow, question mark. Exactly. And another thing, Stephen, I think you really want to pay attention to, and they've mentioned it a little bit, I think you should really hone in on what kind of guy you want to sleep with. For me personally, as somebody who likes bigger men and bears, Grinder and Scruff aren't very helpful to me. I don't tend to find the kind of guys that I that I like on there. And so for me, something like Growler or Bigger Cities is is a little bit more of guys that are my type. And from my experience, also, it tends to be guys that are a little more likely to have a conversation with you before they send you their dick pic. So if you're a little hesitant and somebody who's a little lumberjacky might be a little more your type, you might want to look into an app that's a little less well-known to find community and safety before you jump in the sack. That is very good advice. Could we give that again for everyone who's listening, who's looking for a bear, lumberjack? What were those? Growler and what else? Growler, Bigger City, W Bear, there's a bunch of them out there. Okay, yeah. so those are for bears. And then where can we find otters? Scruff. Okay, and for those of you listening, otters are those skittamarinky tall, they're like those tall, hairy hipster guys. And where can we find unicorns? Grinder. That's a twink with a big dick. And where can we find giraffes? What's a giraffe? It's a long dick <laughs> vegan with freckles. Okay, so <clears throat> I just want to stress safety, all right? If having sex... A lot of sex with men, with women, with whomever becomes your thing. You might want to consider going on prep and talk to your doctor about that. 
Whoever you sleep with, use condoms. Even if you go get tested, tested is just to, you know, be extra safe and have a great first date. But always use condoms, all right? Remember that acronym, condom, consider, others, negligence, desperation, opinions, and motives. Okay? Okay. Was this helpful to you, Stephen? This was very helpful. Thank you so much. All right. Well, get on the apps and let us know how it goes. Stay bold. Stay beautiful. Stay fuckable. All right, we have got a special treat. We have got Scott, the sexy unicorn from Boulder on the line. Scott with the sexy neighbors who are putting it out there. We've got an update. Scott from Boulder, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And did you fuck your neighbors yet? Well, I'm just wearing a pair of jeans right now. Still drinking Casamigos. Yes, my shirtless <laughs> Casamigos knight in shining armor. All right. So what happened? What happened? What happened? Oh, well, um, so it's on. Uh, that's the short version. The longer version is it's become kind of a regular thing, especially in the last couple of weeks, I think. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you crossed the swords yet? Technically, no sword crossing. So here's the deal. There's been a lot of role play. They're really into a lot of role play. Are you into a lot of role play? Uh, well, I'm into this role play. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> What's the role play? What is it? Uh, the first one we did is he called. And at first I was like slow on the uptake. He's like, hey, is this the doctor? And I was like, what? And he's like, he called it the house call. He's like, we're looking for a house call. What were you wearing when you went over? Did you wear scrubs? Did you get into it? Or you just knock, 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 Dr. Scott? This was the first time it happened. So I wasn't I wasn't really aware what was what the deal was, but I sort of picked up on it. So he opens the door. He's like, oh, thank you so much for coming over, doctor. At first I was sort of laughing, but he was committed. So I was, you know, I was committed. He's like, my wife, you got to help her. So he brought me into the bedroom and she was lying there on the bed naked and he he said, honey, show him where it hurts. And she showed me where it hurt. And he said, doctor, can you do anything for her? Did you do something for it? Did you heal her, doctor? Yeah, I mean, I healed her. I definitely, I, I took care of business. Did you give her an orgasm? Yeah, definitely gave her an orgasm. I adore you, Scott. I adore you and your neighbors. Go on. Um, So they've since become a little bit more elaborate. The one that has sort of like repeated a number of times is she asked him, babe, can you show him how to fuck me well? I mean, I fuck her well. I'm not concerned about that. But he sort of instructs me. And so he... Ah, we we thought that this might happen. Are you there for it? I, I wasn't sure what that meant initially, but I took my clothes off. I was hard and he grabbed my cock and was rubbing it against her. Whoa. And you were okay with this? Did y'all establish safe words going in? We haven't gotten to stop yet because I haven't wanted to stop. No, great, great, great. Of course. All right. So he grabbed your dick. This is amazing. We got to move back to Boulder. Go on. Uh, He definitely was rubbing it against her pussy. He sort of guided me by putting his hand on my lower back, maybe my ass cheek, pushed me into her. That is one that has sort of repeated. Was he wearing pants then? Uh, No, he was not wearing pants. Did anything else touch your ass cheek? He'll sort of grab my ass as I'm thrusting into her. And sometimes his hand gets, it's gotten a little bit closer every time to my asshole. And the last time he definitely was sort of grazing my asshole as we were fucking. And yet you haven't gotten to stop yet. I love this. Go on. It was really good. Um, 
obviously we're naked. I see his dick. He sees my dick. My dick is a little bit longer. His dick is a little bit fatter. We have this thing where she pretends that we are both these high school athletes and we tag, like we do basically tag team, but like she makes us clap each other in. Like I have to give him a high five to let him know that he goes in. With your hands or your cock? High five with our hands. He's Cause he'll go, all right. He'll say like, I'm tapping you out and she'll always initiate that because my dick is a little bit longer. Enough with the bragging. Your dick's longer. You're into anal play now. Congratulations. You're welcome. What's the issue? The issue is that we've been doing this every night for the last month. Where is this going? I mean, I'm fucking his wife. He's fucking her. We're having a good time. All three of us. Eventually, I'm going to want more than just fucking it's like am i in a relationship with these two people am i just fucking them like what is this you know do you want anything more than what you're getting right now i mean i want more of the fucking but i don't want more of the fucking than every day Greedy. How greedy. Scott, we've got my hairstylist, B in the uh, bank bank. And uh, B's always getting herself into group sex situations. B, what did you want to say? I have this with a few of my relationships. Like, we're just really good friends. We care about each other. We love each other. But, you know, there's that boundary. And from what I've heard, it sounds like your boundaries are very minimal. And that's how it should be. And I don't think you should really think into it too much. When you say you think you'll be wanting more, you mean... You're going to want more time to meet other people or you want more from them? No, I don't necessarily want more from them, but I don't want to stop fucking. But it's like if I do want a relationship with someone else and I'm having arguably the best sex of my life with these two people and I don't want that to stop. What's the end game with this? Someone might come and knock the board off the table. I think this is a stupid question to be asking right now. If you're enjoying where you are right now, I wouldn't look too far into the future. You know what I mean? I know it seems like it's been going on for a long time, but because you're doing it every night, but this is still new, and I think you should enjoy it. Chef Dario has something he wants to say. Yeah, unless uh, unless you're actively aching for something uh, more than sex, I wouldn't question myself too much. But I completely understand what you what you mean because this takes all of your energy and all of your time and all of your attention right now. So probably you're not even giving yourself the time and the space to even maybe meet somebody that you have a more complete relationship with. So I understand your predicament. Yeah, I think we we all understand and a lot of us would like to be there. I think the key is Chef Dario touches on a very good point. You need to make sure you're saving time for yourself. Remember the NSA principle of RIP, remain in power. And that involves carving out time for yourself so that your life doesn't become all about sex with these two people. But here's my concern. This sex is so damn good. Am I going to get addicted to this sex and not be able to do like I've not just had sex with her. It's always been the three of us in the same room. Right. So I can't deny the fact that it is the dynamic that we have is what is attracting me. You know, him watching me fuck her, me watching him fuck her like it's the three of us. How am I going to go? on and have just what I would term like one-on-one vanilla sex after having like the best sex of my life. You're in the fog of fuck right now, the three of you. You're in a bubble and it's beautiful and that's how it is whenever you start first having sex with someone, be it one person, two people, 10 people. You know, it's just how it is when it's good because chemistry is so rare and chemistry equals fate minus logic. But chemistry can never be replicated, okay? So you might meet one person, as you say, and just have vanilla, one woman and me, or who knows what you're gonna do now. But you know, this one-on-one sex that might be even more intense 
than this new friendly fire threesome thing you got going on, okay? So I really wouldn't worry about that. I would enjoy this for what it is, as long as it's not depleting you, because something's gonna happen to change it. Yeah. Maybe for the better, maybe for worse, but it's not gonna stay like this. If you wanna, like, easy reassurance, try to have some casual sex with a, with a single woman and see what happens. Or just a casual conversation. I mean, take a night off. Go get a massage. You can say that you're coming down with a sore throat. Nobody wants that person to come over. When you're ready to have sex again, just say, oh, you know, that four course of zinc tablets really worked, raring to go. But maybe take some time for yourself because you're, you're getting in your head about this and you should be enjoying the time in your body and in their bodies. I definitely am enjoying the time. I think I might be enjoying it a little too much. And even the suggestion that I take a night off gets me a little anxious. When sex is good and you haven't had it for a while and you're having all these new experiences, it's very easy to feel like you're addicted to it and to feel like you're out of control. And if you feel like you're out of control, the best way to get control back, take a step back, take some time for you. Give your foreskin a break and know that that's always there for you. Hell, they're right next door. B has something she'd like to say, and then we need to wrap it up. One of my very good friends was a couple that I met, and I fucked his wife while she was five months pregnant. And we have this beautiful friendship now. And the baby, from the moment I met the baby when she was born, there was like a connection there. So some people come into your life for a reason, and sometimes it's more than sex. The connection is bigger. I completely agree with B, and that makes me think of something else. Y'all are using birth control, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Because I don't know if I can handle two Scott the Unicorns in the world. It's just too much. All right, Scott, check in with us again soon. Be good to yourself. Be good to your neighbors. Stay bold. Stay beautiful. Stay fuckable. Your body is a temple, and the back door of your temple was meant to be worshipped. Introducing Southern Butter, the new Intimates collection by Green Goo, Plants with Purpose. Greengoo.com Awaken your senses with our calendula massage oil. Heighten your awareness with the cool mint tingle of Enhance. Surrender to the smooth and long-lasting glide of our intimate body butter. And bask in the afterglow with Backdoor Balm, the ultimate in anal aftercare. Southern Butter products are made with organic oils infused with fresh herbs to maximize potency. Use our discount code NSA20 at GreenGoo.com for 20% off. GreenGoo.com Southern Butter Intimates by GreenGoo. Do it naturally. All right, sexy people, it is time for that little game we like to call... Hey, my... In Pay My Lay, you and your magnificent sexual partner can win money just for knowing what turns them on and gets them off. And today on Pay My Lay, all the way from New Orleans, we have Andrew and Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex. Hi, welcome, boys. In the first round, we will sequester Alex and ask Andrew some questions. If your answers match, you win money. You win $25 for every question answered correctly. Round two, same thing, except Andrew is sequestered. $25 for every correct answer for a total of $150. Now, if you do get all six questions right, I will double your winnings personally to give you a prize purse of $300 cash. Wow. Plus a gift basket from our generous sponsors. Now, here's the thing, though. If you get three or more questions wrong, you lose everything. That's awful. <laughs> 
It is. All right, let me ask you guys a few questions about your background so I can formulate my questions for the game. Now, how long have you two been together? We, we have been together five years. Look at you. You're so in sync answering at the same time. All right, five years. And where'd you meet? San Francisco. Okay. Do you have sex with men exclusively? As long as I know, yes. <laughs> Definitely. All right, and what about you, Andrew? Uh, yeah, no, never had sex with a woman. Ever. All right. That is all I need to know. Let us sequester Alex. We're going to talk to Andrew first for round one. Yeah. Have fun, babe. All right. We've got Alex in the isolation booth and we are talking to Andrew. Question number one. Where did you and Alex have your first kiss? With tongue. With tongue. It was at a Best Western in Los Angeles. Rent by the hour or rent by the night? <laughs> rent by the night. <laughs> okay. Which massive gay sex party would Alex most like to attend? The Berlin Fixtutenmatt, also known as Horse Fair, the White Party Palm Springs, or Gay Days at Walt Disney World? Oh, that is a tough one. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to have to say at Walt Disney World. Okay, Gay Days at Walt Disney World. Yeah. It's a small world after all. Final question. In a role play scenario... Would Alex rather be the cop, the robber, mm -hmm. or the drug-sniffing dog? Uh, definitely the cop. Why? Why? Could you elaborate? Um, the uh, position of authority and, mm -hmm. and, you know, liking to, to make sure justice is served. I see. All right. Let us bring Alex back on. Let's get him out of the isolation booth. All right, we have Alex back with us to see if his answers match Andrew's. Are you feeling good, Alex? Are you feeling lucky? I'm feeling confident and horny like always, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, good. Let's do it. Question number one. Where did you and Andrew have your first kiss? With tongue. Oh, God. That's a great one. Um, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Oh, oh, it was an, it was an extended stay America in Burbank in L.A. Okay, is Extended Stay affiliated with the Best Western chain? Can someone verify that? I think so. Yeah, the Choice Hotels. All right, then that's a point. Yes. Whoa, -ho. Hey. 25. I mean, how many hotels in LA do you think I've been in? I know my number, do you? <laughs> all right, let's save that for all stars, boys. Okay, question number two. Alex, which massive gay sex party would you most like to attend? Is it? The Berlin Fixtutenmarkt, also known as Horse Fair, White Party Palm Springs, or Gay Days at Walt Disney World. Ah, uh, man, that's that's a tough one because uh, Andrew and I have been to Gay Days, so I'm gonna say Berlin. Are you oh. kidding me? Oh, man, I, was it was a gay day. It was gay days. You messed up. It was gay days. It certainly wasn't the white party because I do not look slim and in, in white. <laughs> well, now we know where you're going next year. Okay, Alex, in a role play scenario, would you rather be the cop, the robber, or the drug sniffing dog? <laughs> That's a great one. Definitely daddy cop. Yay! Good job. All right, ding, ding, ding. Alex, could you please elaborate for us why you would be the cop in this situation? Uh, yeah, totally. So we uh, we love playing cop and uh, bad guy. So uh, Andrew and I love to tie each other up. We have straps under our bed. We have handcuffs. We have uh, all all things that a cop would use in a daily uh, daily use, except for a taser, of course. We haven't gotten there yet, but East End is the future. You can borrow my taser anytime, you two. 
All right, coming out of round one, you have won $50. Congratulations. For round two, we have Andrew in the isolation booth, unable to hear Alex's answers. Alex, you got a chance for $75 more. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. We can do it. All right, here we go. Round two, question number one. Since y'all said you've already been to gay days at Walt Disney World, on which Disney ride would Andrew most like to give or receive oral sex? Well, it certainly wouldn't be It's a Small World. Let me tell you that, Dr. Alex. Hey, never yuck somebody's yum. Uh, you know, I would probably say the new Star Wars ride, Rise of the Resistance, because it's two of our favorite things, uh, you know, making things ride and resisting uh, in handcuffs. So probably Rise of the Resistance. All right. Mine's Pirates of the Caribbean. Yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho. All right. Question number two. Would Andrew rather spend an evening as a human burrito or a human putt-putt golf course? Well, that's a great question, Dr. Alex. I think because we are monogamous, uh, Andrew would want to be a human burrito, but I really do like enjoying the uh, the thought of him as a human putt-putt course. But I'm going to say human burrito. All right. He would prefer to be a human burrito and get all types of fillings. <laughs> okay. Final question. Yep. Where did you and Andrew have your hottest sex ever? I am going to say a Ramada by the airport in Minneapolis. Boy, y'all love cheap hotels, don't you? That's right. Feels a little dirty and raunchy, you know, being in the world's smallest room with rough sheets. Our sheets are too nice at our house in New Orleans. Gotcha. All right, let us bring Andrew back from the isolation booth. All right, Andrew, you have a chance to win up to $75 in this round, which would bring your grand total to $125. I must remind you again, if you get three or more wrong, you lose everything. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Question number one, Andrew, on which Disney ride would you most like to give or receive oral sex? Um, oh gosh. Um, I would probably say uh, Journey Into Your Imagination with Figment. Oh, no, Andrew. Oh, oh, no, that is not what he thought. Tell him what you thought it was, Alex. I thought Rise of the Resistance because it's the newest ride. We like rising and, and you like to resist a little bit. I don't even like that one like you do. That's no, you should have known me better. <laughs> and why the figment ride? Is that even a ride or is that one of those movies? What's the figment thing? <laughs> it's no, it's a ride. And it's it, it's like my favorite Disney attraction. So I just figured that that would be where I would have my happiest moments. I don't know about that ride because I spent all my time at Disney World getting head on Pirates of the Caribbean or having threesomes with ghosts on the Haunted Mansion. All right, guys, that is too wrong. If you get one more wrong, you lose everything. So get your game face on, Andrew. Are you ready? I'm ready, okay. Would you rather spend an evening as a human burrito or a human putt-putt golf course? Um, I would rather spend my time as a human burrito. Yes! Yes, very, very good. Yes, he is gonna give you all that sour cream That's now. Right. A very good burrito. All right, final question. And really think about it for the big win. Where did you and Alex have your hottest sex ever? Oh, that is such a hard one. Um, we've had we've had a lot of really hot sex. I like you so much. I'm gonna give you a hint. It was down and dirty, <laughs> down and dirty and cheap, just like you like it. It's a hard one. Uh, I need to think of what he would answer because one of the places I would say it would be very different, probably from what he would think. Um, 
I would say, okay, it was my, well, if you're literally talking down and dirty, there was there was a, a time by uh, at a Hyatt in, in Minneapolis, but I don't think, I think what he would say would be, um, uh, with Cuddlebed at the at the Ramada um, in Golden Valley by the airport. At yes, the Ramada! Yes! Oh, all right. What the fuck is Cuddlebed? Um, it was just like a, a like full size bed for two people. So it's Cuddlebed. Oh, I thought it was a plush sex toy. All right, congratulations, you two. You have won. Pay my lay. Yes. You have won a cash Whoa. prize of one hundred dollars plus a gift basket from our generous sponsors. Tom, tell them what they want. You've won three bottles of Green Goo Lube, the natural lubricant for your butthole. You've also won a month's supply of Suck Less Cosmetics, so your face can look better. Thank you, you sexy people, for playing Pay My Lay. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you, Doctor Alex. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. All right, my brilliant angels, I got a hot Argentinian on a red Vespa waiting for me outside, and we got to make it to Oyster Happy Hour at Mermaid Inn, so it is time for me to say goodbye until next week. Thank you to Broadway's own David Bertka for coming on with us today. Be sure to follow David Bertka at Delicious. Get his book, Life is a Party, available wherever books are sold. And while you're at the bookstore, be sure to pick up my book, Never Sleep Alone. Subscribe, follow us on social media at Never Sleep Alone, and call me, 646-484-9371, and tell me your deepest desires. Until next time, my beautiful angels, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.